Welcome to Have a Listen, the podcast. National Development Program, Cole Caulfield. Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. It's your boy, Gibby. And it's your boy, Vinny. How's everybody doing? Hey. You're doing fine. Wow, we're back. Back at it and again. you know that has felt for me. It felt like a really long two weeks. Was it two? It was a week. It was a week. Yeah, yeah. Felt like a really long week. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a, you know I, I've been out of tune too. I started a new job. I'm just yeah. out of touch. From I barely touch my phone now. Yeah, we thought we, we were. We, gonna, we, yeah, we, we were going to send out a search warrant for Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> activity has been very down. But you know, I, I'm just get adjusting. So all my fans, if I have any. I'll be back. <laughs> well, I am back. It's, yeah. This is the beginning. Well, last First, you're going to hear my voice. Yeah. Then you'll read some tweets. I'm coming. <laughs> last week, uh, Vinny was out of town. Uh, your boy Gibby was uh, dead. I had Br- Bronchitis. Uh, I had bronchitis, chest infections, and everything else. It was a rough go. You had a throat, uh, bad throat. Yeah, bad throat. <laughs> how, was your, uh, how was your excursion, Vin? It was good. It was good. Business? Uh, business, yep, yep. As usual. As usual, I never travel for pleasure, and uh, it's it's good to it's good to visit other cities and yeah yeah I like that man. yeah yeah I'm I'm shocked by people that I speak to like especially in my industry like it's very old school like construction is a very old school industry people just like work go home work go home and I'm just shocked by people who just have never left don't do anything I'm like what's the point of living. Yeah, <laughs> it's just keep working, go home, work, go home until you die. Yeah, it's, like it's, what is going on? You got to get out. You got to enjoy yourselves. You know what I mean? You deserve yeah. it. You work hard enough. You deserve to do something, right? So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you'll, you'll be. It's just it, it. It's bizarre. Like it really is bizarre, especially in my industry. Just people do not. Like they find it, like they take honor and not missing a day of work, not yeah. taking vacation. They're like, oh, I haven't taken vacation in ten years. Yeah, but like, guess you know? what, John? You're also a miserable fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. That's really what it is. It's like seriously, <laughs> no, but it's the truth too. There is a lot of miserable freaking bastards in our in our uh, business. But yeah, that's the way it is. It's self inflicted. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot to talk about. You know, since uh, we've been gone. Uh, so we'll start with uh, the sports stories of the week, of course. Uh Niemi's struggles. Who is Max Domi, the magnificent Kovalchuk? We've got Gibby's pole dancing, pole question of the week, and all the usual shenanigans. So let's not waste any time. We'll start with our news stories of the week. All right, guys, so you already know that it would not be a have a listen 
<laughs> episode if we didn't start with this. A Chinese acrobat broke his own Guinness World Record <laughs> when he climbed 36 stairs while standing on his head. <laughs> Gagnon. Okay, <laughs> he's doing a headstand. He did his own <laughs> handstand, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he's pretty much, but like, yeah. Like, he, he's not using his head to like he, go he up. He kind of uses his head. So he's standing kind of on his head and he uses his hands and his head to climb the stairs. That's interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, he beat his own record. He, it's like he wasn't even satisfied with yeah. his own record. <laughs> he wanted to risk his life again. Even though nobody beat him. I learned so much on this show, Lewis. Seriously. So I somebody so did. Much. So a, a follower did explain to us. Uh, do you know which follower it was? Like I said, I've been so out of tune. I, I think it was uh, our buddy in Italy. Was it? I think it was him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from Dark. Wait, oh, it, yeah, that's right. Was it? The Darkness Pod one? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody did tell us that they do get a. Um, so they get what, like a certificate or, or something like that. And they that's pretty much what they get. Right. They don't get much. There's no money. There's yeah. no cash reward, right? Yeah, it's bragging rights. I don't think so. And imagine you could just walk into. Yeah, the you league. get a spot in the in the record yeah, yeah. book. I'm and You get a certificate, yeah. and that's pretty much yeah. what it is. It's bragging rights. But I mean, I mean, th- <laughs> thirty six stairs while standing on your head. Yeah. Right. His head must be it's impressive. It's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is impressive, but still, it's like I don't know. And and it's just it's crazy that this is the second story in a row where the guy has beat his, own, his own record. record. Yeah. It's like nobody's out there trying to beat you, pal. Nobody wants to walk those stairs on their head. <laughs> only, only you got com- this. Only competition is himself, man. <laughs> oh man! All right. So getting into some sports news now. Los Angeles Dodgers are finaling a deal to acquire the all-time uh, star outfielder, or I guess the the deal is it finalized yet? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. I, think I don't. I think they're still working out the details. Mookie Betts isn't involved. Uh, David Price. Uh, it's a three-team swap. Uh, it also uh, includes the the Minnesota Twins. They're they're involved in this as well. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty big deal. Wow. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, uh, until we get the full details, we really can't talk about it. But I'm just surprised that Boston is giving up Mookie Betts. Yeah, uh, so they got rid of David Price. That's a, that was a hectic. Concert. Yeah, I that um, I I saw that the writing was on the wall. Yeah, for that. Mookie I mean. Betts is in, um, he's in his contract year, I believe. I think next year he's due for a raise, and he's probably going to break another. He's going to break the baseball record for a contract because uh, yeah, Mookie's a he's a beast. Uh, probably one of the best players in the league. Um, so yeah, Dodgers probably projected to win the World Series again. Again. So, but they're probably going to choke they? again. <laughs> All right. So, what are Sox fans saying? Like, what's what's the word on the street? Uh, I haven't really spoken to too many people. Yeah. I, know, I know Costa, um, our buddy Costa, Ranzocos, I believe. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember how to pronounce his last. I'm terrible at Ranzocos. Ranzocos. <laughs> Ranzocos. Um, I, I know he's a Red Sox fan. I was poking fun at him a bit. Um, he didn't seem too happy, but uh, I know the Red Sox are looking to rebuild and revamp. So yeah, I guess it's the right deal because, like you say, I mean, he's gonna demand big money. It's just it's tough, but I mean, sometimes uh, organizations have to make these decisions, and they gotta yeah. walk away from players who are really good. I mean, the Habs have done it a few times, right? Like, I mean, Max Pacioretty 
was a guy who's really good. Put up 30 goals. He's a goal scorer. We had to walk away from him. I mean, there, there's multiple uh, examples. And yeah. that's pretty much what, what just has to happen sometimes when you need to revamp your team. And look what the Habs got, right? We got two guys who are putting up points right now in Monsters. Suzuki and Tatar. So, yeah. of course, this is a Habs podcast, so I have to reference that. Um, New York Knicks, they fired their GM. And they are reportedly target, targeting Masai Ujiri. But... I mean, we heard this before. I naturally, uh, and please clap after this. I hate the Knicks and yes. don't yes. care. Really. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, he was he was with George Sarralaropoulos, and he said that you know he hates the Knicks and he doesn't care that they're targeting. But these rumors just keep swirling. They keep popping up. They keep reappearing. It's not going away. Uh, money talks, man. That's what I say. And the Knicks are a very rich franchise. And, and I, the idea of like, I mean, this guy's a mastermind. He's a good scout. He's a mastermind basketball. I mean, if, if somebody's going to finally turn that thing around, it probably could be him. And maybe he's the type of guy who, could, who wants the challenge. See, but the thing is with the Knicks, like I don't follow basketball too much, but I do know. What do you mean? You're a diehard Raps fan now? Yeah, since uh, oh, 06. Um, <laughs> actually, no, I'm lying. Since like 94. 06, which was like. <laughs> 14 years ago. Which was July <laughs> 06, 2020, or 2019. <laughs> I'm a diehard since 19. Uh, or June, June 2020? 06, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what to do, baby? Um. The owner is, uh, he likes to micromanage, and uh, Masai likes to, he likes to do his own thing. He, Macromanage. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he doesn't want to have to go through to the owner to make a deal. I don't see it happening, but then again, money, money, talks. money, money talks. talks. Yeah, money does talk. Um, it's interesting, though, because the this, this story keeps reappearing, and yeah, I wonder where time. it's coming from, right? Like... Who, like somebody wants to put this out there. It's gonna be a blogger or something, right? Yeah, some but no, somebody's shaking this, the tree, and it must be like the Knicks want him to know that they want him. You know what I mean? And that's all it takes is for somebody from the Knicks organization to say, "Hey, listen, we want this guy. Let it be known." And then that'll get his attention, and then I'm sure they'll want to get a, a discussion and want to talk to him and say, "Listen, how much are you getting paid there? Okay, we'll double it." Right? Yep. Right. Imagine now he just goes and trades everybody to the New York Knicks. Pascal Siakam, man, he just <laughs> trade everybody, and then he and then he takes the job. That would suck. Um, now, <laughs> now this is a, a little bit sad, guys. Uh, of course, uh, we didn't get to speak about it. Kobe Bryant, uh, he did pass away. So let's just uh, play this before we talk about Kobe. Of Michael Jordan, I'm saying Kobe Bean Bryant, in my estimation, was the greatest basketball player. Kobe Bryant is the greatest player of all time. Kobe Bean Bryant, one of the all-time greatest basketball players to ever play, one of the all-time greatest Lakers. Man got two jerseys hanging up in Staples Center. It's just, it's just crazy. Kobe is more skilled than any player that's ever played that I've seen. So, yeah, obviously, on a serious note now, I mean, this is just tragic news. Very tragic news. And, I mean, this one hit me really hard. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of celebrities, a lot of people who have died over the years. But this one, I don't know why. Like, it's not even that I was the biggest Kobe fan in the world. 
but he played in my era. You yeah, know what I mean? I, so I think that's what it is too. It it it, it resonates with me because you know we used to we do, grew like, up watching him. We, we used to do jump shots in school with with uh, with paper and say hey, Kobe for the right. Three, I think, right? and then you know? everybody has done you know, that. We, we used to do that, and it's yeah, it, it it was hard. He's a young young guy, forty one years old. Yeah, on top of it, and it hurts me to uh, to think about you know his his daughter as well because. She looked like she had a nice career going in the yeah, future yeah. as well. She was I the just, next one up. Yep. It just I don't know. It sometimes you wonder where the world is going, why things happen, and it, it scratches my head. It's, it's just so sad because it, it's the daughter, it's her friends, it's their parents. Yeah. Like I mean, just everybody on that flight. Like it's just so sad. They're all on their way to a basketball game. I mean, Kobe was just doing great things in the community, just living his best life. Really, like that is what you want to see. It, like when somebody retires, a, a star like that, he's he, he was out in the open with his kids at games, having fun. It was just like so nice to see, and like it's just the the energy that he brought. I just felt like he he like he I don't know. He just gave off like just this positive aura, you know. And it was just, yeah. it was just so sad. Like it, this one really really hurt. Like what it I, really did. What I love about him and being a father myself is he really loves his kids. You could see it, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I look at him as a as a role model father, right? And being being a father of, of of two small children, I look at that and say, you know, I ho- I hope that I can get that to that point when they were where I have a relationship like that with my daughter or yeah. with my my son. I just it hit me on so many levels. Yeah, and I love the story of when he was on Kimmel. I think it was Kimmel. Yeah. About where they say like when you can you know people come up hey man Kobe when are you gonna have a boy you need to have a boy that's gonna be the next one remember, yeah. and yeah. then he tells he's like and then his daughter was there and she's like no 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 I got this you know <laughs> what I mean like his daughter she she yeah. loved basketball she yeah. was a baller she, she was she good. was hitting back those those step back jumpers like Kobe like man it's just so tragic it just it it, it really did like I really it's like. When things like this happen, even though like people die every single day, it's just when things like this happen, it really makes you open your eyes and really makes you like you need to appreciate life more and, and appreciate your loved ones and do things just like we were talking about in the opening segment there, which was enjoy life, go on vacations, visit different cities. I mean, you just can't take life for granted. You'd really got to get out there. And, and when you see somebody like that who had everything in the world and had so much things going for him and his daughter with a future ahead it's like them gone so soon that that just should be an eye opener for everybody yeah i don't know man for me like i'm not uh like i said i wasn't like the biggest i'm not the biggest basketball fan but like guys like kobe and shaq and vince carter like all those guys in that era like all yeah especially and Allen iverson trace mcgrady all those guys in that era like like I don't know, man. It was just it was so it was so weird, and like that whole day when I found out that he passed away, um, like I was just down. I was, like, yeah. And like I, I like I said, I wasn't like I'm not a big bas- basketball fan. I didn't follow Kobe that much, but I don't know what it was. I don't know. Like I guess I guess because the guy he just retired, like like he just tweeted yeah. about and you know, know LeBron James. He just congratulated LeBron on because he just pa- LeBron just passed Kobe on the all time uh, scoring list. Just uh, like it, it was, uh, it was, it was tough. It, it was tough. I think as human beings, we um, when we see stuff like this, tragedies happen. We 
are automatically reminded of our own mortality, right? So I, I think that plays a lot in it. And yeah. no matter how much money you have or your your stature in, in, in life, death is the great equalizer. Yeah, right? yeah, I think that's well put. I think that that's the, the reality of it. Even though, like I said, we people die every day. But when somebody like this who's so well-known, it happens to them, it really makes you open your eyes. But... I mean, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And, yeah. and my condolences to everybody involved. I mean, not just Kobe. I mean, I feel bad sometimes that all the light gets shined on Kobe and Gigi. But I mean, there was also other people on that chopper. I mean, a very prof- a very good and professional uh, driver. Who, like I said, people. A lot of people have flown with that guy before, so nobody really knows the real story of what happened that day. Um, parents and also friends of Gigi. Uh, my condolences to the whole family. All the families. All right, moving on now, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit of a happy note. We're going to get into the Super Bowl. All right. Super Bowl, what number was it? 54. Super Bowl 50. I was going to say 34. <laughs> Super Bowl 54. Yeah. Okay, first I'm going to ask you, did you guys have a horse in the race? What does that mean? Did you have a horse in the race? A, did you want somebody to win? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that before? I just, I didn't even, it didn't even click. Did you have a horse in the race? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even click, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted, I wanted um, KC to win. I thought the 49ers were going to win, but I wanted KC to win. Vinny? See, I I like KC because I think Mahomes is great, and I have a lot of friends that are KC fans, so I I, I sort of was swinging that way, but I wouldn't have hated if uh, the 49ers won. Yeah, I didn't really have a horse in the race, but I did put my money on San Fran. They were paying more. I thought defense was going to win this championship. Mm -hmm. It didn't. (laughs) It didn't. (laughs) No. It was the opposite. Jimmy G, man. Uh, There was a couple bad calls late in the game, though, Mm -hmm. but... Overall, yeah, Pat Mahomes did what he does, and I mean, he just proved that he is one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the league right now. That kid can throw the ball. He's a good player. He's he's a hell of a player, and Great that athlete. defense, suspect defense, they held up. Right. Yeah. Uh, San Fran didn't run the ball as much as they could, and I think it. Re- it even though maybe they they wanted to kind of take them by surprise. Mm-hmm. And say like uh, you know we can throw, but really no. It just it showed that all year their bread and butter is running the ball, and they just weren't they couldn't throw the ball effectively. So that was the issue. And yeah, I, I listen. I think that the better offense won. Yeah, that's the case. That that was the case. I thought the defense because usually you see in these games defense wins. Defense even. wins. Yeah. I thought the defense was going to be better, but no. Pat Mahomes was just too good for them. It's okay. The Steelers are taking it next year when our uh, quarterback comes back. And, and Antonio defense. Brown comes back. Until Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He apologized to the, to the football world. He, uh, he knew he made his mistakes. <laughs> okay. Okay? Everyone deserves a second yeah, chance. Yeah, I give it a fourth or fifth. <laughs> exactly. Now, speaking of... Uh, congratulations in the Super Bowl, Mr. Donald Trump, Mr. Big Donnie, Donald Trump. He congratulated the Chiefs, and when he congratulated the Chiefs, he congratulated the great state of Kansas on their Super Bowl victory. Total, 
not in Kansas anymore. So, <laughs> Mr. Trump. This is why you're the best producer. <laughs> this is why. Mr. Trump does not know that Kansas City is in the state of Missouri. Missouri? Yeah, that's how they say it, right? Missouri. It's Missouri. I don't know. That's how Abe Simpson said it. Great state of Missouri. They say it Missouri. That's how the the Americans say it. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't. I, hey, I didn't make it up, but that's that's how they say it. Um, Missouri. So, isn't there two Kansas cities? Well, there's Ka- there's Kansas City and Kansas State, right? I could have sworn there was Kansas City, two Kansas cities. I don't know. My math is not very good. My geography isn't. <laughs> I know there's a Kansas State, right? Yeah, Kansas. State. The state of Kansas, yeah. the great state of Kansas. Uh, it's okay. Trump could just sharpie it, man. Yeah, it's it's close. <laughs> but enough. at least you know that's proof that he writes his own tweets and nobody proofreads them. No. Yeah, I mean nobody proofreads them. And I mean the, the president of the United States did did he, did he say anything after like saying oops? No, he just bad. deleted it and and did uh, the Missouri. Oh, did he? Yeah. He, oh, so he deleted, he deleted it. Just, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's really funny. Gotta love Trumpy. <laughs> Yeah, any anything on your research there, Gibby? Uh, there's Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. So there is a Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, he just he just the, didn't know that this Kansas City was not in, yeah. in Kansas. Do your research. You have a f- you're tweeting probably. That, from that's the phone. what I'm saying. I mean, like I don't care how many Kansas cities there are. The the point is, is he should know that they don't play in Kansas. Yeah. This, I mean, he tweets more than the Kardashians, for God's sakes. <laughs> you know, know. Go on Google, right? Yeah, seriously. Two minutes. But, I mean, Jesus. that just shows you the, the president. Pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so let's get into hockey now. On Monday, the Calgary Flames goaltender defended his stick lift. So this was uh, David Riddich, right? Um, defending his stick lift celebration that he broke out last Wednesday after stopping Edmonton Oilers sniper Leon Dreisaitl to win the shootout. Yeah. So he did like the Jose Batista bat flip, the, the yeah, stick flip. But he did the stick flip, okay? Um, yeah, pretty much like Jose Batista did. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think about this? I mean, Leon Dreisaitl thought it was very disrespectful. Well, I mean, it's like, dude, you're in a, it's like a season game. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, but it was a shootout win. Yeah, congratulations, man. You won a shootout. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's not, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just, it's nothing, it's not like a pivotal game. Like, Jose Bautista, when he did it, like, he hit, he hit the, the game, the game-tying home run, no? Or was it the game-winning home run? No, it wasn't like a walk-off or anything. It was like, it was, I think it was game-tying or, or, or taking but it was, the lead. It, it was in the playoffs. Pretty it was lead. important. Pretty big deal, yeah. It was important. Yeah, in in, the, in the playoffs, you know, overtime win or whatever you walk off. Yeah. But still, I mean, like, shootouts are like that. You see goalies celebrate always after shootouts. Like, they always do, like, yeah, or, like, yeah, you know, they're stick, very happy. stick flip, like. Okay, but why is the NHL, why does it continue to be, the, why does it continue to be this type of, 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 of story in the NHL? Every time someone goes against the grain, they show some emotion, right? It, uh, for some reason, people don't like it in hockey, right? So, you know, you know what it is, Vin? A lot of... A lot of things uh, I've noticed, like with hockey, it's um, back in the day. Like even in high school, I remember I never played hockey uh, in high school. Um, but on game days, like all the guys that were on the team, they always dressed in a suit. Like they yeah. tried to do like it's the a whole. They, they, I said it before. It's they a tried to do sport. like the gentleman thing. So like 
I think maybe that's back what in the it day is, they didn't like, used to come to the arena with those suits and stuff, right? Like they didn't do that back in the day. No, they probably came with a bottle of vodka and, <laughs> and some cocaine. <laughs> a couple darts. Yeah, just <laughs> smoking darts in uh, the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I don't used know. to smoke a pack between uh, between periods. That yeah, Aguila Fleur. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. They yeah, used and, to... and Pronger, Pronger. I know Pronger back in the day. Um, he had like he need, in order to satisfy his nicotine itch. He uh, he actually put chew chewing tobacco like in between his toes so he can get his nicotine fixed during the game. That works. Wow. I guess it worked because he used to do that. Really? Does the toes absorb? I guess. Well, uh, yeah. I, like, think about it. When you're sick, apparently putting Vicks like on the bottom of your feet, apparently that works well too. It's interesting. I'm gonna try. Hmm. It. <laughs> I'm gonna try it out. You know, try chewing <laughs> tobacco on your feet <laughs> in between my toes. That works. <laughs> See what it does. <laughs> I'm on a cigarette break all day, boys. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. I don't even smoke, but I just want to try it. <laughs> um, okay, so um, congratulations to uh, Joe Thornton here. Uh, let's give him some clap. He became the 14th player in NHL history to reach uh, 1,500 points, man. Big Joe. Good for him. Still doing it. Still doing it. Um, Dustin Bufflin and the Jets are working on contract termination. What's going on? What the heck? What happened? Uh, I think it was something to do with his ankle, no? Or concussions or something. I don't know. It's a weird situation. There hasn't really been anything clear about the situation of what's going on. Nobody has come out and, and said there's been speculation, but nothing is clear. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think the, the two are just not seeing eye to eye. Nobody, like, I've heard rumors of substance abuse be from him. I heard him just not liking the situation over there. I Like, there's, there's see, I, injuries. I, I, see, yeah, I heard that they, the Winnipeg Jets mishandled his injury, um, and then yeah. he, he didn't tell them that he was suffering with his injuries, and just there's like... There's a whole bunch of stuff. A I lot mean, of it's, miscommunication It's unclear, there. right? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, but if you're a team, would you take a risk on him? Do you think he's still got some game to give? I'm sure he just doesn't. I think he's just going to retire. What do you think? <sighs> yeah, probably just going to retire. I'm, I'm the same wavelength of um, as Gibby here. Big boy. Uh, he's a big boy, big but boy, I mean, I don't know if he's got. I don't know if he's got still the the, uh, the the essentials. I guess what you need to 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 play in this league. I don't know. Still was effective in his last year. I mean, the guy does a lot of good. I mean, even though he's a big boy, big body. You know what they say about big body? What do they say? Big clothes. <laughs> yes. But, uh, I mean, the guy The guy was still effective. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Maybe he'll. I, I, I always say this, and I don't know if this makes me sound, like, insensitive or whatever it is. Like, I just feel like these guys can't stay away from the game. Like, a lot of them, they'll, they'll come back. Not as Not so much hockey. But mostly like other sports, like you always see it in football or people who t retire early, they always find a way to come back because I mean, they just, but he's been away from the game for a while now yeah. and he, ha he doesn't want to come back. So maybe he's really enjoying life away from the game. I mean, I don't know if he kept in shape the way Kobe did. Right, so I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I would, if I was a betting man and I am a betting man, I'm saying no. Yeah, <laughs> I can't so. say no, he didn't. I think he has a better chance of joining an NFL team right now yeah, than an yeah, NHL exactly. team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so today's uh, song of the day is uh, by NF, and it's uh, How Could You Leave Us? And this uh, song is dedicated to Vinny because, uh, you know, he left us last week. And, you Jeez, know, man, thanks for crying. having a life without us, you know, or, or having a life outside this podcast, Vinny. I mean, it's just. 
It's not right. We know where your priorities are. We, th- we thought when we invited you in here that you would dedicate all your time to us and only us. Guys, I'm, I'm like literally in the States next week again. Okay. Well, I'm but, so am I, so maybe we'll meet up. All right. I'm going to pod by myself. <laughs> see the real me right they just see my acne problem people think that i eat too many chocolate bars or that i don't wash my face yeah i tried many things i've tried everything but just nothing works um my brother says i'll probably grow out of it but i don't think so no it's hard to believe now that it will actually go away there are solutions call for a free informational video on acne Have you ever needed a fragrance that matches your every social media post? Well, if you're on Twitter after dark and feel a little angry, you can wear Fire This fragrance is available on every social media site. Fire On every message board. So when you need to smell like your social media accounts, take a bath. Hang on to that note forever. Yeah. Try it again. Okay. I'm we're doing back. It. back. Not doing it. Why? Why? We're singing podcasts. I, I will not uh, conform. Why? Because I can't. We can be it's like a new, a, you, new Year. We new can giving. be the temptations of podcasting. <laughs> okay. We could. <laughs> new Year, New Gibbs. In the still of the night, I held you. Held you tight. All right, that's it. I'm Are done. You okay? I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Love you. Okay. I have to talk to HR. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some Habs talk. All right. So, 
a lot has happened, it feels like. Oh, really? And Tell me about it. One of the biggest things, I guess, big news story around the Habs right now is Kotka Niemi. His struggles continue. He was sent down to Laval. Was this the right decision, Mr. Gibbons? Um, yeah, I think it's the right decision. Uh, he was struggling. Um, in 36 games, he only had eight points this year. Had a couple injuries this year. Uh, I don't know, man. It's... It's it's for me I I I said it with you guys or I said it with you last year. Um I didn't think he should have made the team. He's too he's too young. He's eight, he was 18 at the time. He was the youngest player in the NHL at the time. Um yes, he played in Finland with men, but I just don't think he was big enough. I felt like if he were to stay in Finland, that would have been the best option for him. Um, because in Finland, they don't play a full 82 season game, uh, 82 game season. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> 82 season game. That's long, bro. <laughs> uh, that's like cricket. That's pretty much what cricket is. That's the definition of cricket. 82 season game. Um, so yeah, like, I don't know, man, it's, I don't, uh, I felt like, he, I feel like if he were to stay in Finland, um, he'd play less games, and then in in his off season, it would be a longer off season for him. He can build some more muscle. He can get bigger in the gym, uh, work on his conditioning, and maybe make the team this year. But uh, and that and that goes back to uh, my theory of the mismanagement of prospects under Habs management. I think uh, the Habs do a poor job at developing their players. Um, the proof is in the pudding. We don't really have any prospects that have graduated from the uh, the Montreal. Um, help me out here. The Montreal organization, really. The Laval Rocket. Yeah, from no, but like just from from the ground up, like when we drafted them to now, we don't really have that many players. Uh, we got what? Carey Price and Gallagher. Carey Price was a sh- a sure thing, right? Oh, we had Pacioretty. He moved on. Yeah, but we, we traded Subban. him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like there's a lot of misses that when we when we drafted it first in the first round, I just feel like we rush our players and then when they come in, they're misused. They they don't get enough minutes. They don't get enough time. They don't get enough opportunity. And I feel like this is what's happening with Kotkaniemi, and it's unfortunate um, that Suzuki. I mean, it looks good because Suzuki looks good, and he is being he. In my opinion, I feel like he has surpassed Kotkaniemi. Um, in the development. So, but then why why is Suzuki thriving, but Kokaniemi not? Different. He's a year. First of all, Suzuki's a year older. Okay, so he played in North American hockey already, right? Um, when he was playing in junior, and he kicked ass in junior too, right? Yeah, like yeah. he he's a year older. Like people people think that oh, he's just one year older, but it, it does it. You grow into your body a little bit more for a year, right? And they're. I don't know, man. I really don't know here. Um, I think I think Kotkaniemi will be all right. I just feel like I, I'm glad that they're realizing it, and I'm glad that they're letting him reset in Laval. I think that's better for him. Yeah, I have no problem with him going to Laval. I think uh, the more professional minutes he gets, the better he's going to get. And he's not going to get that with CJ. I mean, Julian is not going to play him. I mean, I think he needs to play 18 minutes a game minimum, right? I'd say that. 
If not more, I, you know, for so development. For yeah. development, I mean, you're not going to get that with uh, Claude Julien. Not right? right now, because I mean, this team is still trying to make the playoffs. Like, let's be real, right? Yeah, that's what you're trying. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's there's a there's a point where the kind of learning curve kind of gets pushed aside. And it's like, you either got to perform. And that's what Suzuki's doing. That's what Suzuki has, has proved himself in all situations. The mm. coach trusts his kid at the end of the game. He did, He trusts yeah. him at the beginning of the game. He trusts him in the middle of the game. He trusts him everywhere, okay? Overtime, shorthanded, power play. This kid is earning it. So that's why when people say, ah, Kokoniemi's not given the chance. Listen, he had the chance. He just hasn't performed. He, he's not playing up to par right now. Well, and you can't really, I can't blame the organization for that. You know what I mean? You, you really can't. Um, eventually, you have to look at the player, too. And another thing is going back to last season, all right, he earned his spot on this team. This was a competitive team last year. Only a few, few points out of the playoffs. He was a regular contributor to that success. So when a kid comes out, earns his spot, it's, and, and, and you had the hole at center that we had, it's very hard to look past sending him back. So that's why I'm not going to say that it was a mistake to, to, to keep him here. What it is is that, listen, some, it's a sophomore slump. Like, players have that stuff. You know, what, what, it, what needs to happen now is the player needs to have a, a long look at himself and the organization needs to have a long look at himself. It's, you can't go back in, into the past now. What you need to do is you need to figure out, okay, what's the, the next step going forward? Obviously, they said, okay, a little bit of time in the minors is the next step for him. Right, I still don't think that last year is it was a, hurt his development because he still got to an experience a full NHL season. Okay, had a decent year. He he got to play on a competitive team. Right now he's on a team where they kind of fell out of it right now, and th- we got no time to teach kids right now. It's it's you got to put up or shut up, and that's why he's in the minors. And I still think that listen, it's not going to hurt his development. Let the kid play down there. Let him get some of the, the, the yeah. taste of Bouchard. I, I think that don't overreact on, on this whole situation. I don't think that this kid all of a sudden like is going to turn out terrible because of what happened. Well, people are legit pissed about it, which I don't get. I mean, it's not like you're, you're sending him to the ECHL. You know, he's going to learn over there. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pro yeah. league. It's a pro league. He's, he's going to learn. He's going to get minutes. Right? I, don't, I don't think it, it hurts his development, but I think it would have been a better decision to do that. Um, but, I mean, now it is what it is now because we're here. Yeah, we can't change it. But we listen, can't change d- it. Can't, don't you agree with the fact that, listen, if you earn your spot on the team, you get it. That's what camp is for. Yeah, but I, I just I felt like we only... Last year when we spoke, you, you agreed that he should have been on the team. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. We've had no, many I discussions. Said send, I said send him to Finland. That was my... No, but as, as the time went on, you agreed that he should have been on the team. He, looked, he earned his yeah, spot. Yeah, he, he looked good. I'm not saying that otherwise, but I still think that that should have been the better... That was, better, that was the better option for his development. But like I, I don't said, really think it is. Because to tell you the truth, that team sucks. They sucked big time in Finland. They, they were terrible. The guy wasn't getting but it's the not ice about, time it's, that it's, people thought he was getting. About, like, not th- about, that's not a good league. No, but it's not about... It's, a, it's actually not that bad of a league, though. Fin, the Finnish league is not that bad. Um, like, I don't... But, that's the thing. Everybody keeps talking about this, of sending back to Finland, his development, his development. That's, like, come on. It, the, Finnish, <laughs> the Finnish league is not you that bad, You nailed it, though. bro. You nailed um, it. <laughs> but, like... Best way to put it. But the thing is, for me, it's not even about him 
for me, it's not even about the game. Like the kid's smart. He's 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 a good player. My issue is I think he is not used to playing those four those eighty two games in the season. His body is not conditioned for that. And we saw it last year near the end of the year where he hit a road. He hit yeah. a roadblock. You know that's what I mean? all part of the learning curve, though. But but th- that's not that's your body shutting down on you. That your body is not physically built well enough for it. He's still young. His muscles were still developing, all that stuff. So that's where I'm I'm not saying he actually played more games last year uh, when he was there because of all like the different camps and all the world juniors. They play around the same amount of games as the NHL season. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that excuse too it, like, played, has been 50, debunked. He played 57 games in, in Finland. Okay, but 57 plus, there was world juniors plus, there was pre-tournament games. Like, world juniors. It, it, he didn't even play in world juniors. We're talking about when he the year before, before he came to Montreal. He was in world juniors. Okay, he was in. He played pre-tournament games. He played all kinds of different tournaments. They say like pretty much he almost played a, a, a full NHL season with all the games that he played. Okay, you know what I mean? It's like it really, it's uh, the fifty-seven games. That's what were his regular season games. But he was in World Juniors. He played other uh, mm. pre-tournament. Yeah, yeah. right. There's the Russia whatever thing uh, series, and there's all kinds of different shit. That, they, that he ended up playing. And I think total, he almost played a full 82-game season before he came to Montreal. So, again, I don't buy that. Yeah, it's a different type of thing there. It's, yeah, it's grueling. I mean, it, this is men. You're not playing against boys. This is men. I agree with that. I do, I do think that it is affecting him. So I do agree with you, Gibby, that I do think it is affecting his body, of course. But I, I still don't think that this is going to hurt his long-term development. I mean, now he just knows that it's going to take more for you to survive an 82-game season. I think we, we all agree on that, right? I think he's going to... We have other prospects in that finish league. And I don't see them really d- turning out into anything special. Can I, can I just segue into something? Because um, you brought up a really good point before. Um, CJ, Mr. Julian, he did... Um, I criticized him a lot for, you know, playing Kuji and, and, you know, all those guys there. But the fact that, like, last game he put Suzuki on, you know, in, in important situations... Um, I was actually really surprised to see that. And I think that's a really, really, um, probably, probably was a difficult thing for him to do, but I, especially with the mistakes that, uh, Suzuki has made defensively, probably the last couple of weeks, he still put him out there and he still, he still gave him a chance. So, you know what? I, uh, I'm eating a little bit of crow with that as well. I think, uh, CJ, um, and that's what I mean, where a lot of people say he's not getting the chance. He's not getting, listen, yeah, Suzuki has earned it, man. This kid sh- has shown that, like, even way better than what we saw from Koka Niemi last year. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. kid can play in all situations. He, he's, he's a trustworthy player, and there's a huge difference. So, you can't say yes. Uh, Julian does sometimes seem like a veteran's coach, but at the same time, he he just he clings to the players he can trust, and Suzuki has has pretty much become one of those players. Mm-hmm. And he's a young guy, right? So it, it it breaks the whole narrative that you know he only looks at the the veterans, right? So yeah, I mean, a lot of people say that they should have gave him another season in Finland, but I don't know. For me, like I said, th- like, and I see a lot of people talking about that. He was terror. Like that team sucked in Finland. Uh, how good? Like, and he wasn't getting the type of minutes that, you know, 
that they would want from him. And I think but he was playing getting, wing. He's not even getting that many. That he wasn't getting that much minutes in in Montreal, anyways. Well, I mean, Give last the first season, he he was doing pretty good. I mean, when he was playing well, they were giving him the minutes. Gibby, you're you're the king of stats. How many minutes is he getting on Laval? In Laval, I don't know. He only played one game. I I'll tell you one thing. I watched I, the I game. Know. I actually watched the game, his first game, and a lot of people were kind of criticizing Bouchard or whatever, saying that he wasn't that wasn't playing him enough. Um, also, in overtime, didn't really play him much. What do you expect? I mean, the guy just got there. Like, I don't even think he, he ran a practice with the team. Like, <laughs> you expect him to throw him out there in all situations? Like, run a practice. F- you know, figure out who you're playing with. You can't just say, okay, kid. All right, you're the star chip in the organization. We're going to just throw you out there. You're going to play. You're going to be our best player. There's point. other players yeah. on the team, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, we're kind of slapping the faces that to everybody else who's been working hard all season. And then this kid just comes in, and all of a sudden, he's in all situations. Hasn't even had one practice with the team. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's funny though. Like a lot of people are are talking about. Um, so I just saw. Okay, I just saw on Twitter not too long ago. Uh, Kanami is going to be playing with Evans and Houdon. Yeah. So which is a good line. It, it, that's a good line. Um, I'm trying to find. Houdon's a superstar down there. I watched that game, man. The guy's like, I was like, oh my gosh, who is this kid? Like he's Houdon, a superstar. An age, I, I never understood, and I like it bothers me how he could never transition because he's not a bad player at all. He just could never transition to um, the NHL. He he was never able to do it. I'm trying to find see, it's tough with the AHL because they don't they don't uh, do much. Um, they have it, but you gotta like really. Yeah, gotta, like, like I don't really have enough search. time right now. But yeah, I'm sure Kotkaniemi probably played like 14 to 15. To yeah, 16. he didn't play a lot, but at the same time, it's like, come on, give the coach a break here. The kid just came in in the it's morning. First, yeah, it's his first game. Like, you relax. don't just give him. Every, he doesn't even run a practice with the team. So, um, moving on to another centerman in the organization who is kind of going through the same type of ridicule from some people, I guess. Um, Max Domi. You know, he's kind of shifted back and forth from wing to center. Now he kind of landed at the third line center position. So who is Max Domi in your eyes, Gibby? Who is this kid? Who is he and what is he? He's Ty Domi's son. Ty, <laughs> Ty Domi's son. <laughs> there you that, go. that is a fact. That's it. That's, That's a all fact. I got. Um, <laughs> with a smaller head. <laughs> yeah. Slightly. <laughs> Slightly. So for yeah. me, with Max Domi... Um, I think he was a good um, plug-in for the time being at center. Um, I think right now he's playing on the third line, kind of playing lesser uh, lesser opponents. Lesser still the center, though. He's still the center, yeah. Um, I, I have a big issue with him being at center in the f- going forward. Um, I honestly think that he's probably going to get... I, I have a feeling that we're showcasing him a little bit at center again. Um, I have a feeling that he might be in a package deal in the offseason. What? Really? Yeah, I think he's going to get traded. I have a feeling he'll get traded this offseason. God, I hope um, not. He's an RFA this year. Uh, he, I don't know what his contract's going to be like moving forward. Um, he's really adamant on staying at center. Um I don't see him being at center in the plans moving forward. And he he's a little bit – I think his agent is to blame as well because at the end of the day, centers are going to make a little bit more money, mm. right, because they are, they are more valuable to the team. Yeah. 
So he's very adamant on not switching over to the wing because he feels like he's not um, he's he's expendable at the wing. But realistically, we need, in my opinion, in two to three years, we need more wingers than we do centers. Uh, but yeah, like Domi's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I, I I love the guy. I love his passion. I love his energy. But we're seeing like this year, we're starting to see what we saw in Arizona. He's very streaky. He goes through these little streaks and then falls off. I I won't he, I won't compare him to a, like a Pacioretty where he was where Pacioretty was streaky because yeah, he was streaky. Domi Domi still does all goal still, scorers are to, yeah, to his defense. Yeah, so Domi still is battling. Like he he even though he wasn't putting up points on the score sheet, he is still battling. My only knock on him is his defensive li- his defensive liabilities. That's a big thing for me. Yeah. And that's why you see a guy like Arturi Lekkinen always playing, packaged, playing with him. Yeah. Packaged to him because Arturi Le- Arturi Lekkinen's a great two hundred foot clean player. Up, clean up the mess. Yeah. Him. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, I listen, I, I love Domi. I think if Domi were to switch over the wing, that would be a very good thing for us, especially if you're looking to um, trade a guy like Tatar, you can have Domi slot in at the wing. You can have. You're always breaking my heart. <laughs> Why? Because I love Tatar. I love Tatar as well, dude. Tatar, Tatar. I am is too f- emotional. I'm. I'm telling you, I'm. I'm the emotional I'll, guy in I'm, this group. But I'll tell you, if I had to choose one, I'm choosing uh, Domi over Tatar. To trade? To keep? To keep? To really? keep? Yeah. At the end of the day, you you look at it. Um, yeah, Tatar is. A, I think Domi. But like, and hear me out here. I think Domi would be amazing on that top line in in place of Tatar. Domi, Gallagher, and Dano. You know, you know what I I always my uh, I I know we're. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I wanted to say. I'm just saying my dream. <laughs> but okay, this is what my, the podcast is all about. I know, saying what you want to say. I know, Get but it off it's, your it's a little dirty. All right, but my dream is to see Domi in a playoff series because that's where you're gonna see him really shine. Now, okay, what do you he, want to touch on? Touch on this whole thing. Get, get into it, Vinny. What do, you, what do you see Domi as? Is he a winger? Is he a center? Do you want no, him on he, the team? I agree with Gibby. I think he's a, he's a, he's a winger for sure. That, that I, I don't see him being a center because there's that defensive liability. I see that. And you have to be good like 200 feet. We don't see that with him. But as a winger, he'd be great. And I love his personality, his character, his drive, the way he... The way he uh, motivates his teammates on the ice. I mean, I still have that image of him calling out Kapanen <laughs> during the last Leafs game. Yeah, I love this. I love this guy. Like he, he's an yeah. inspiration. He's an inspiration, especially being with someone with a type two diabetes. Um, the guy, the guy just brings so much to the table. Put him in a situation where he's battling for Stanley Cup. I guarantee this guy's going to be an important player for. I for st- I still like, and I'm still stuck in the part where I do think he's a center, and I still think that he's more valuable at center than he is at wing. I just feel like he brings more. This kid, like, I've been watching him lately. I've been really paying attention to him lately, and man. He is out there creating plays, speed. Did you see the one goal? He pretty much created the one goal uh, yesterday. Um, I forget which goal it was, but he literally came in. Um, shoot, did Armia score it? Was I it said, Armia? I forget that scored who scored it? it, but he came, he literally I came in. He, he drove through the yeah. neutral zone and and he he got a shot off. And he like he, he and then looked, it ended up to like yeah, it ended, ended up, up being, being a different cool. play, like a, a play, but wasn't his. Goal. But he created that whole thing, just driving through the middle with speed. Hold on, let me pull it up because 
Um, I think he still ended up getting the assist on the play. I'm not 100. I think he got the sure. secondary assist. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it's not the shorthanded. It was. Yeah. Okay. So it was Nick Cousins who ended up scoring. That's what it was. So Max Domi came in, and then uh, Kulak is the one who kind of picked it up. Yeah. In the corner, put it out yeah. front, and then Cousins buried it. Yeah. So Domi, I mean, all night was just buzzing around, creating plays. Um, just really, I mean, the guy, when he played wing, you don't see him doing that because he doesn't have the puck. He's not able to create space. He's not able to skate. Yeah, but you got to be able to defend. And he's not really that. Like, goal scorers, guys who are goal scorers, they, they just know where to be and when to shoot. I think that's when you look at Aaron Matt. He needs to create his own type of opportunities. And, yes, I understand that you guys think that, listen, he's not the greatest defensively, but he's not terrible. He's a work in progress. He can get better. I, I, I see some games where he's improved and some games where he takes a step back. It's not terrible. I've had this conversation with a friend, actually, and, and they're like, well, look at uh, Matthews, right? He he sucks defensively. I mean, yeah, it's a work in progress. That's right, totally but the, he scores 50 yeah, goals a that's year. 50 goals a year, bro. <laughs> yeah, when you're a big like, goal scorer. Like Ma- Max Domi, I wouldn't even call Max Domi a goal scorer. No, he's no. not. He's not. He's more of a playmaker than a goal scorer, but I feel like he can do more. He could do a lot more. And the centers need to be sometimes. He, he just needs to be engaged. I think when he came into Montreal last year, and I, I thought that maybe the centerman position was, was good for him a couple of months ago, but I think last year's success was because he was in a hockey market. Okay, but also let me tell you, to his defense, I mean, the guy's been, it's been a, it's just been, I mean, shuffle in the deck. This guy's had new line mates all the time. Him and uh, Drewan were off to a hot start. They had some great chemistry. Drewan goes down. I mean, it's just been in and out, line mates in and out. It's hard to find that chemistry sometimes. I mean, you know what I mean? And the team, listen, the team hasn't been the best. And you're, you, the spotlight gets shined on the best players when the team is not performing. And unfortunately, Max Domi has been that guy. One of the guys, anyway. Yeah. Like I said. I think we should keep him. I would I, resign him. I think the Habs are in a great position right now because, first of all, they can resign him. He hasn't had a great, great year. He's having a decent season. He should be cheap. Well, yeah, last year's price tag would have been a lot more expensive, right? But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. And I think he wants to stay in Montreal. I think he loves being yeah, a Canadian. I think he likes Montreal a lot. I, and, and, listen, we can't walk away from players like this who love to be here who have had good seasons here. Listen, the guy that is not having a terrible year, he's still doing okay. I mean, the guy's probably still going to have a 50-point season. We are just looking at it as bad because he's been – it's the way he's been used. And also, like, he's just – he's not repeating his 70-point season. But I know I know you're a betting man, and I'm usually not, but I will tell you right now, if the Habs make the playoffs this year and you see this guy in the playoff series, no matter where he is, you could put him, like, left-handed D – this guy is gonna inject energy in your team. Yeah, he is. I agree with he that. He is a bulldog, man. That's I agree. Why, I, that's why I, I love agree this with guy. that. I really do agree with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, now let's get into Kovalchuk. This mm-hmm. guy continues to shine. He is the opposite of the, both the players we spoke about. He's a guy that people thought was finished, but he's alive, and he's alive and well. What should we do with Ilya Kovalchuk? Uh. <laughs> Ah, uh, man. Uh, for me. Uh, it's a no for me, dog. That's it. <laughs> so yesterday when he, when he, because uh, w- for those that didn't watch, uh, he was getting 
booed left and right. Rightfully so. He left um, in he left uh, three seasons into his contract with the Devils um, to go to the uh, KHL, and then he ended up uh, cashing in on a big uh, check there. Uh, so when he when he scored the shootout winner, and then he did the whole silence of the crowd thing. I love that shit. Like I, I really, I really do. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's fantastic. Um, and he just made it look so easy. Yeah. What a shot! What a shot! Yeah, he. I don't know, man. He. I'm. This is one guy I'm kind of on the fence about, um, because he has clicked really well in Montreal. Um, he looks good. Uh, ten, ten points in thirteen games. I think it is. Uh. If you're the the reported ask for him right now is from Pierre LeBrun is a second. Um No. Which in my opinion, if you can get a second from a guy who literally was his contract was terminated from his previous team and you sign him to the bare minimum contract and then you can flip him for a second, that's fucking good asset management. Like you you did a pretty good job in maximizing his value. Uh it, it all depends on the thing with me is you're going to trade him to a team that's in the playoffs. So the second will probably be in the latter round, later end of the round, uh, probably, mm-hmm. probably bottom 10 in the round. So for me, the thing, like I'm willing to trade him. I'm willing to roll the dice. I understand the whole, um, the whole risk involved once you trade him. Um, there's a very high, very high chance he doesn't come back. I get it. I'm willing to take that risk. The reason being, the only reason why I'm saying that is because right now we have two seconds. If we acquire that third second, that's another, that's, that's a big, um, asset to have at deadline, uh, sorry, at, uh, in the off season to possibly add the second to a bigger trade. So, for me, that's where I stand. I, I do like Kovalchuk. I do think he is a very good. Uh, he, he's having a good thir- first 13 games in the, in, in, for the Habs. He does look good. But I'm not, I'm not getting overly hyped over 13 games. Yeah. Okay? Um, he, he, in, in L.A., he, his first season, he looked all right. He had 34 points in 64 games. And he didn't. He wasn't doing bad uh, this year. Um, it's just he wasn't. He it was whatever. Like it, he wasn't. He was. He was nine points in seventeen games or something like that, um, which is pretty much almost. He, like obviously he's performing a bit better now um, with the points per game. Yeah. But he's uh, he's on that par with like thirteen games, seventeen games, four di- four games difference and one point difference in nine and ten, right? But for me. Like I, I love Kovalchuk. I just feel like our problem with Habs fans is they get overhyped with the, the shiny new toy. Um, we saw it with with even with Primo. Like even people were pissed off that Primo wasn't playing yesterday. Like, dude, Lindgren's the backup. Relax. He was called up. Yeah, for and emergency. the guy's been sitting there forever. Yeah, you gotta like, give the guy like, a play. Come just, on, man. Like it, like everybody's all thing about this shiny new toy thing. But for well, me, it's just I think you, you if you get a second, if you can get a second. Maybe even pry like a decent, like a, a, a work in progress prospect 
hey, do it. Because at the end of the day, having that second is, is it adds value to a trade as well. So I'm going to cherry pick a little bit over here. And you know what? Um, I let pulled, it out, Vinny. Let I, it I, out. I pulled this out today, okay? Just some of the, some of the uh, second round picks that we had in the last 20 years. All right. Um, Guillaume Latendresse in 2000, 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Maxwell. Matthew Carl. Danny Christo, uh, Dalton Thrower. I've never even heard yeah, of this I guy. Heard of him, I, I know Dalton Thrower. You do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob De La Rose. We, we, yeah. Uh, Zachary <laughs> Focali. Um, you know, out of this list, the only two people, okay, there's a whole list here, just 20 years of, 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 of um, players here, but, you know, P.K. Subban and Arturia Lekanen are the two guys that um, actually made it out of second round and actually became pretty good at NHLers, right? I'd say P.K. Subban's obviously a little bit higher than Arturi. Is uh, he, though? Not now, <laughs> but... Well, Jacob he, De La Rosa is a good player, too. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a good role player. I like... Mm-hmm. Again, that, that, that... Second round? Like, I, I would keep a Kobe over a Jacob De La Rosa any day of the week and twice on Sundays, man. I mean, that's the way I see it. I... I look... This, this is where I see the Kovalchuk thing. We have a guy that loves the city. We have a guy that could score. We have a guy that um, he just injects a life into this team that uh, I haven't actually gotten off the, the, like my couch to cheer for a goal the way it did yesterday, okay? As a fan, I love seeing this guy. And I can't say that... It's because he's the shiny new toy. Because people were, were crapping over this deal the moment he got signed. Idiots like Dark Guy and, and every, even Habs fans were shitting over this deal. Because mm. what the hell is Bergie doing? Bergie actually did something really good. He took a chance on a guy, paid him almost nothing. I think, I think the, the, the salary is 300000 at the end of the day. That's, that's what yeah. we're paying. And here's a guy who wants to prove himself. For me... I think you keep this guy. You try to sign him to an extension for maybe a year or two, you know, at at a decent price, and you know, hopefully, you you, you continue to get that same that same uh, production uh, from him. But that's I think. Listen, I really look. We spoke about it when we had Simon on the show, and 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 really, what it is is that you could see how much we have been starved. This this whole fan base has been starved. For, for, a for a star. And it's nice to see him. This guy's got game left. And you can just see that wherever he was before, it just wasn't a good fit. Okay? Because this guy has game left. That's 100%. Now, I think I, I still think that the right thing to do is to move him. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sick of playing the middle. Although yeah. I'd like to see what the team looks like with Druen back, Kovalchuk in the lineup. Like, if this team, okay, can get Druen back, get completely healthy with Kovalchuk in the lineup and keep winning and make the playoffs, then, you know, that's that. that but then again, we're running out of time. You got a month. You know what I mean? You got maybe 20 days, right? 25 days left here. So, I. I'd like to see that, like, even if we get two weeks of it where we're like, hey, we don't like the offers at trade deadline. We keep them until the end, 
And with Drew in the lineup, all of a sudden this team looks good. You have that extra top six guy that we've kind of been you know, hungry for. At the end of the day, money is going to matter here. Like, how much does he want? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he wants five million, no, forget it. Walk right, but right. I'm saying if he if he, if he takes one point five, even he won't, two, he won't take one point five. I like I'm willing to give him like I would give him two years three. No, I'd give him two years two. No, I'd give him two years three per like two years six. I'd give him two years six mil. Yeah, like get rid of wheel, get rid of cousins, pay pay him the money you're paying all those guys. You know what I mean? I'd rather have Kovi. Yeah, okay, um, I see that. You're right. If if that's the most I would be willing to go is two years six mil. That's the most. Yeah, I'd go max. I'd go is seven mil for so three point five AAV. That's what I would go. Um, but it, but the way he's playing right now, he's probably one of the top players in the league right now. If you take a screenshot, ten points in the last thirteen games. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. It's uh, he's not even a point per game. It's it's decent. It's okay, but like like I said, man, it it, it just goes to too show small, too small of a sample it go, size. It, it's a small sample size. It goes to show how um, desperate we are for a star, for a star skilled yeah. forward. Desperado, he, man, it's it's. And the thing with me is, like, people are saying, like, oh, um, let's uh, let's just resign him and call it a day. <laughs> This is the same player that literally walked away from a contract, went to, back to the KHL. Like that—that's that, still a thing. But we don't have People grow. Man. We don't have to remember. That's a long contract that he signed, or whatever. And he wasn't happy with the situation. Yeah, that could easily happen here. But I'm not willing to give him a long term. Still, no, one year, two years, can, two years max. Well, okay, he's he's 36 years old. He's not going to get like a seven year deal. You know what I mean? Like he's going to get probably max two year max if he goes on the open market. The max that I see him ever getting is four year. I don't see that happening, but I'm saying if he were to sign like a max year, that would be his cap, would be the four year. But at the end of the day, he is a free agent. He literally can go in the open market and say, well, thanks for uh, rekindling my career, Montreal. About to go sign this deal. See you later. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, I'm but not, maybe he likes yeah. the fit. This is the best he's looked since he's been back. Yes, he looks like, he he looked likes, like crap. He's saying all the right things too. Like, of course, he, but he's gonna. He has to. He's got to make himself. Yeah, look but good. at the same time, it's like it'd be different if there wasn't something else to look at here, right? Because we said that about other players, but he didn't look good anywhere else. Really, this is the first time that Kovalchuk looked good, like Kovalchuk again. You know what I mean? He looks good in that red jersey, man. I'm he does. You. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a tricky situation. Gibby, I still think yes. The probably the best, the right thing to do is to trade him. Yeah. But I still, I'd love. I hope that Drewan is close. I'd love to see what this team looks like with Drewan and Kovalchuk. Now, two guys who who can put the puck in the net on the same team. Drewan was practicing. in the lineup. God, I need a towel. I need a towel. Right. That's what I'd like to see. All right. Let's get into. Uh, Gibby's pole dancing pole question of the week. Now presenting Gibby's pole dancing pole question of the week. All right, guys. So this week I uh, created the poll. The question of the week was if the Habs make a hockey trade at deadline instead of selling or buying, um, what should they look to acquire? Provide your reasoning below, and also provide a potential trade target. Um, 
So the four options were top four D-man, top six winger, uh, top six center, or a backup goalie. Uh, So top four D-man was 66%, top six winger was 11%, top six center was 9%, and 14%. With at uh, was backup goalie. Um, so I the responses were not the great. I was expecting more of like players that we should target. Didn't really get that much from the from the responses there. Um, uh, Tom uh, at Lairs Cove. Um, Come on, Tom. <laughs> uh, he said. I picked top 4D, but in reality, the Habs need all of the above. I mean, yeah, we definitely do. We definitely need a backup goalie for sure. Definitely need a top six center. I still think we don't have our bonafide number one center. Um, Still think we need another winger in the top six. And obviously, we need a top four left D-man. Beth, our our famous, our favorite friend, Beth, at Hiverhuit. She said both... A left hand, oh, sorry, both a left hand D and backup goalie can likely be found over the summer. But if I had to pick one, a backup goalie somehow convinced Columbus to give up Elvis, uh, sending Paling back, sending Paling and a pick back. Um, I don't think Elvis is going to get traded. No, There's he's, no way. He's too hot right now. No, he's 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 like he's the, the, he's the, the Lat- engine that's running that team right now. The Latvian goat. He's Latvian, right? Is he's he? Latvian. I yeah, think so. Elvis Merzlinkis. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy's name is Elvis. Yeah. We can't give him up. Um, so Treg, a buddy of ours, Treg, uh, shout out to the boys from Habs Unfiltered, uh, tre- at Treg33, uh, Mr. Toxic Wilson. He says, if they, if they are delusional enough to think they can make it, they need a finisher, so I picked a top four winger. Um, so my, I guess I wasn't clear on my question. Um, I wasn't saying that they were going to make a trade uh, to try and make playoffs or whatever. I just think that they, if they were to make a trade and it was a hockey trade, like didn't necessarily affect the the playoff push. It was just something that made sense, kind of like a Weber for Subban thing, like a hockey trade. Like um, that's what I kind of thought. So um, yeah, that's I don't know. That's where I was at. Um, and then a friend of ours, friend of our show. Um, at High Darkness Pod, um, he, it's a superhero show uh, podcast. Um, very good one. Yeah, very good podcast. Um, so he says, taking into account that Druen and Byron will be back, and the amazing thing Suzuki has been doing, I believe we do not need to work on the blue line. Sorry, sorry. I believe we do need to work on the blue line, as that is where we are weakest, and which seems to be the most inconsistent. I agree with that for sure. Uh, Jacob at paddle underscore down. He voted a backup goalie. Um, and then he posted a gift, but I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. Um, and then Hab center at center Habs says top six winger needs somebody with skill who can bang. Um, blue hat. Bang, baby. Bang. <laughs> she bang. She bang. <laughs> uh, blue Habs at blue man MTL. Uh, draft picks or NHL ready uh, prospects with size and speed, wingers who can score, be a top four D-man or goalie. So pretty much he said all of them. Um, <laughs> Andy Hatch at Below Zero Game says, I voted center simply because it's been the problem for so many years. Can you name the last center on the Habs to really impose his will on the opposition? 
Very true. That is very, very true. Good point. Good point. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, not very, uh, like, the responses, I was... I was not clear on my question, so I'm gonna. Gibby's gonna take the L here. That's what happens when you uh, take a week off. Yeah, I was I was sick. I was uh, under a lot of influences of narcotics and all that. Influenza. Stuff. Influ. I had the influenzas. <laughs> um. So yeah, what do you guys? What do you, What was your answer? What you guys? If you even voted, Lewis, because we know you were a ghost. I've been, I've been out of tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys vote? I voted center. Top six center. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. who who would you target, or you just didn't even? I didn't even think yeah, about it. Everybody's just ignoring the second part of the question. It's cool, guys. Don't worry. I won't. I'll, I won't. I'll tell you one thing, uh, right now, and I think Bergy Bergy mm-hmm. has done what he need, what he wanted to do. The and, answer's in the room. <laughs> and he he picked up Scandella, left-handed defenseman, mm-hmm. and he picked up Kovalchuk, top six winger. <laughs> All right. <sighs> that, that, that come on, okay. that's what he did. But he did it. I mean, okay, <laughs> it's like it, it was the okay. bargain. It was the cheap way of Dude, doing it. It's like finding the Lord of the Rings in a freaking one dollar bin DVD. at Walmart. Okay, at Walmart. but still, okay, on, okay but right? still, he like uh, what I'm trying to tell you is it's not that I agree that he fixed the problems here. I'm not that's saying that, but I'm saying that he 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 did what. What needed to be done, which is we needed a guy on the left side and we needed somebody to fill into our top six. Now, I don't think that he makes any moves. I really don't think he does. I think it's minor stuff that he's going to do, especially if this team is still in the hunt here. We still have a couple more weeks, okay? Three more weeks here to to really uh, determine if we're going to be in it. We're only six look, points back of the Leafs. Look, look. They have some games at hand, but still. We, we still got an opportunity here. These next couple weeks are really going to tell us what he's going to do. I know my shtick on Twitter is that I'm like super positive and I, I bust your guys' chops all the time, especially you, Gibby. I know you probably yeah. roll your eyes at me all the time. No. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you do, but it's it's okay. I, I know it's the math is hard. Um, the math is very hard, but, you know, like I, I mentioned this on the pod a couple of weeks ago, Teams will get injuries. Things are going to happen. I mean, the Leafs lost a very important player, right, uh, in Freddie. Freddie Mann. Um, I, I think without without a number one goalie, they're going to be in very big trouble. We're, he should we're, be back, though. Uh, and yeah, we're playing them on a back-to-back again, so that's pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, winning those games are going to be important. Look, it's not impossible. I, I I still believe that this team can can do it if the right things happen. But we, you know, look at look at what happened this week, right? I mean, you had the whole team on the toilet bowl. I mean, thing this team still they still squeaked a win <laughs> against a, a hurt team, but whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. But all in all, I think I think that. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't be sellers anyway. I, I don't think we're going to be sellers. I agree with you. I think we're going to... I, 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 have I haven't said nothing, though. I didn't say... Like I, like I said, I, I've said this many times. We're at the point right now where we can't determine what we're going to be yet. We're in too deep. So keep pushing until the deadline. If you are like still like eight points out of it by the deadline, you got to sell. You have to. You got to sell. That's That's what they need to do. If you're still fighting here and you know you got guys like Drew Ann and th- that is your own I hear teams say it all the time every single year. Those are your own um rental players. Th- mm-hmm. They're just returning from injury. 
You know what I mean? Instead of giving up an asset to, to, to acquire them, no, they're coming back in. Drew Wynn is the kind of guy that you would want to acquire. That's a top six winger that you want to acquire. Yeah, you're right. Right? Absolutely. So that's the way I look at it. Okay. All right? Yeah. Cool. All right, <laughs> let's take a break, and uh, we'll be right back. What's that fantastic smell, you ask? It's no other than Sizzle Popcorn. Sizzle Popcorn is now offering delivery of their mouth-watering treats with flavors like cheddar, salt and vinegar, ketchup, and simple but beautiful lightly buttered. They now deliver, yes they do. They can cater birthday parties or even movie nights for the family. Add that extra sizzle to your life and visit shop.sizzlepopcorn.com. What's that? That's a swear jar. Every time someone swears, you put a quarter in it. Who gets the money? I don't know. We'll use it to buy something for the office, like a case of Bud Light or something. Fucking awesome. Fuck you, Bob. Fuck you, Jim. Eric, I have a bag in line three for you. Can I borrow your pen? Can I borrow your fucking pen? Will the owner of a white station wagon please go f*** yourself? We're going to go down there and we're going to f*** some We're going to f*** some We're going to We're going to f*** some Poop. Doesn't count. Shut the up! I am so proud of you mother suckers. Here, here. And we're back. <laughs> yes, sir. I love Rikishi. Man. I know, man. That, that theme song, man, we, we, we obviously played it when Rikishi died. Rikishi no, didn't man. die. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, why did we play it? No, no, we I played said... it because of Lizzo. <laughs> we played it because Lizzo wore a thong to yeah. the basketball yeah. game and she looked like Rikishi. Never mind. <laughs> Rikishi didn't die. Rikishi Yokozuna died. Yokozuna. Yeah. That's what I told you. He didn't die. No, we went over this. Remember, I ended up on like on the pod. I ended up looking it up and I said he He's didn't. the chief of sumo wrestling championship of the world right now. Who's no. that? Rikishi? Yeah, no, nah, I just made that up. No, okay. <laughs> Let me Google what he's doing nowadays. Does he still have a dimple? I ass? hope he's not like Goldberg. Because Goldberg keeps ending man. up on the news, man. I used to love... You guys see Goldberg? No, no what's, what's up happening? with him? I'm not... He got attention. arrested again. He got arrested? Yeah. Really? Oh, not you're Goldberg. Ta- uh, you're talking yeah, about... Yeah, Goldberg. From, from, from Mighty Ducks. From Mighty Ducks. Oh, no, oh you're talking about Rolly the Goldie. I'm th- I was thinking about... I was the thinking fr- Goldberg like... Goldberg like the wrestler. No, not, not Goldberg. I'm talking about like Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Rolly the Goldie. That guy keeps smoking meth and... He, he looks like 60. <laughs> <laughs> he looks fake? 60, but he lost a lot of weight, too, man. You remember how chubby he was, right? Poor Goldberg, man. Goldberg, man. It's drugs, man. You see a lot of stories where, like, these child stars especially, they get the taste of that fame early, yeah. and then they never get any gigs after, and, like, it really becomes depressing. That's why I like Macaulay Culkin. I find he, uh, I find he, he's the one guy that came out of that Did child- he, though? He did. No, he's he he looks pretty good and and he Do you follow him? 
I um, I watched some YouTube videos and I think he's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. He, so yeah, he's yeah. still kicking. He's not. Yeah, he's kicking. He's in New York. He had York. a rough patch, but I think he is better now. He's yeah, much he did have, now. but he was headed down that path. Yeah. Right of like the child stars, you know what I mean? Who, yeah. who end up that down that path? And I mean, they, they they get that fame early, and then they can't really. They go through puberty, and they're not the same, you know. Yeah, those things happen. Things probably also happen to them as children, right? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for really making this dark, Gibby. Well, no, like Christ. you, you see, you Holy see. Holy crap, Gibby! You see a lot of these. Young kids now. That Macaulay said Michael didn't do it. Okay, right. I believe him. I believe him too. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, that's he fine. just slept. He just watched him sleep at Neverland. Stop. Okay. Stop. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, you know, Tom was giving. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it, Lewis? Weekly sports picks. Weekly sports picks. Weekly sports picks. Sports picked weekly, weekly by us. Us. I'm not singing. Ding, All right. Ding. How do we do? Um, we did all right, I guess. We did all right. Yeah. Okay. How? Uh, so. Do you even know how we did? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, uh, I ended up going one and one on the week. Uh, I picked the Monday game, T-Bay against Dallas. I took T-Bay 4-2, Dallas won 3-2. Uh, Monday game again, because that was the, this was the, just before the all-star break, right? Um, so I picked the Monday game, San Jose over Anaheim, 3-2. San Jose won 4-2. That goddamn empty netter or something, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I'm 11-5 and five now. Um, Vinny. What did I do? You uh, went 1-1 one and one as well. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so you made it seem like a lot more exciting than 1-1, Gibby. I, one yeah. one, I, thought, I thought you went... false ads. I <laughs> thought you went 2-0, and oh, but I just reread it, and you went 1-1. One one. All right, cool. Um, so, <laughs> my bad for getting your hopes up. Um, so, you picked the Monday game, Ottawa over to New Jersey. New Jersey won 4-3. Um, and then the Monday game, you picked Vancouver over St. Louis 4-2. Vancouver won 3-1. Uh, so, yeah, you're now 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. 500. That's not so bad. 500. 500. Batting 500. You're still there. You're still hovering. All right, cool. And then, Lewis, you went, we all went 1-1. One one. Um, Aw. Yeah, it was kind of boring. Um, I so thought you pick, I no. was looking for the, the, be the only guy here. No. Uh, so Monday game, you picked San Jose over Anaheim, 3-1. They won 4-2. And then Tuesday, you picked Buffalo over Ottawa, 4-2. Ottawa won 5-2. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah. So for so you're 11-5 and five as well. So I'm on fire. You're on fire. That's a pretty good score, man. I'm jealous. So why'd you compliment him? I have the same record. I, I'm, jealous of, <laughs> I'm jealous of you, too. <laughs> Because he knows who the producer is. Give me right? my flowers. I can make him sound better. He does. I do more for him than you can. <laughs> yeah, on on the show, but you should see and it after, off the show. And after the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for my new picks, um, I got... A, he's designing my basement, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for my new picks, I got the Saturday game. I got the LA Kings over the New Jersey Devils 4-2. Uh, that's a tough game, guys. Bottom barrel team. I went with the bottom barrel t- uh, game. So, yeah, Kings 4-2. Um, and then the Monday game, I got Florida over Philly 3-2. Am I allowed to take two Saturday games? Yeah, you can take yeah, whatever you, you want. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can take seven if you want. 
Really? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Bruins over the Coyotes, 3-1. to one. Oh, jeez. Just when my phone goes out. All right, there you go. And... Um, Chinese, Chinese phones. Chinese phones. Coronavirus. <laughs> what yours, the yours is Chinese too, dummy? Coronavirus. This is Korean. <laughs> Samsung. Yeah, yours is Chinese, dummy. Why, is Apple Chinese? Yeah, it's made <laughs> yeah, in China. It's, it's, yeah, but it's not a Chinese company. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's not made it's in China. It's produced in freaking China. Why, why you got to be racist, man? Why it's not in China. Racist? Yeah, it's produced in China. I don't, be, I don't believe it. <laughs> no, seriously. No, that's false advertising. No, I'm telling you. No, it's not the truth. It, it's designed in California, but made in uh, China. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, designed in California. Doesn't matter. This is California. Okay. <laughs> These are California grapes. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. So Saturday, uh, one more. So one more. Yeah, I'll take the lightning over the Islanders. That's going to be a tough game, actually. Um, I'll say 4-3 lightning. Okay. Okay, I'm going to test the theory here. Friday night, I'm going to take the Toronto Maple Leafs to beat the Ducks 5-2. I like it. And then Sunday, I am going to take the Rangers to beat the Kings 3-1. Sounds good. All right. Hopefully someone can get a game right because uh, nobody's gotten the game perfect. I know. Right. We're waiting for that. All right. So let's, uh, before we do the fantasy hockey update, I just want to play a, a clip from our buddy Russ here. Russell, this is for you, buddy. Yeah. You know, Russ, is just we love Russ. He's our fairy, man. You know, Russ is just one of those guys on Twitter that you just got to follow. And uh, he always has great uh, things to say. So here's a skit from Russ. I just want to give a big fucking props and a shout out to Julie Boucher. If you look at her fucking Twitter, she never gave up. She fucking, she was hammering those drums like a champ. And just with positive vibes, down 3 nothing. breathe, bang, Armia scores, bang, Thompson, bang. Go see her tweets. She's the fucking game changer tonight, straight the fuck up. Positive energy fairy was fucking... I was losing the faith, man, I ain't gonna fucking lie. And bam, Julie Boucher comes in. Jesus. Have a good night, people. This shit's gonna get interesting now. Woo hoo hoo! All right, there's our weekly uh, motivation by Russ. Yo, shout out to Russell, because. Oh, shit! He gave me a fantastic birthday shout out. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, so you guys didn't even like. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, so you guys didn't even, you guys didn't even wish me a proper happy birthday. But Mr. Russ came clutch. He did a little strip tease for me. Yeah, he did. Loved it. I yeah. loved it. It got me it got me off. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. Dude, I was I was laughing. I'm still waiting for him to uh I told him to uh send you another. <laughs> DM me, Russ. Uh no, but <laughs> <laughs> my DMs are open, sir. No, but um always. Always. Uh no, but what I was going to say was uh I told him the share song. Do you believe in love? Yeah. I want him to do that because his whole thing is you got to believe, you got to believe, and I feel like that's a good song. And I that's want him. Good, yeah. I want him to get that song out. He's having a rough go. Nobody wants to play that song. That's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. All right. 
Let's do the fantasy hockey update. I gotta know what's your All right, so we haven't talked about this in a yeah, long time. Yeah, because Vinny's here, but sorry, Vin, you got to sit through this. This guy's blaming Vinny. No, it's just, you know. It's okay. It is. It is. Um, so, yeah, just last. Enjoy, just enjoy the beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking water. That's water. Uh, so, yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's right. Me too. Last <laughs> week. Last week. Uh, Lewis and I, we uh, we had a, a tough battle. Uh, I ended up winning six five. So Chicken Carbono beats John Scott. And All-Stars. I didn't. I, I was busy all week. I did not set my lineup. Yeah, I just so he squeaked one out. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so I ended up winning six five. How you drew in and uh, sorry, Pasta Primavera ended up beating How you drew in eight three. Uh, Nineteen ninety nine Suzuki KK. Uh, beat Rags to Riche 8-2. Uh, Kenny says Price Rocks beat Rick from Talking Habs 7-5. Um, and then Drew N's effort level and team domination kissed their cousin with a tie 5-5. Um, and then Wheel Deal spanked Treg. Uh, Big Nick Energy, 9-3. So as is right now, for the standings, Mr. Pasta Primavera is in first. Lewis's John Scott's All-Stars is in second. I'm still in second. Yeah. Rags to Riche is in third. 1999 KK, uh, Suzuki KK is in fourth. Fifth place is your boy Gibby Chicken Carbon No. Kenny says Price Rocks in sixth. Seventh place, How You Drew In. Eighth place, the wheel deal. Uh, ninth place, team domination. Rick from uh, Talking Habs, hey, is closing hi, it out in tenth place. And then, so, um, not only are we better at podcasting for Habs on than Habs Unfiltered, but fantasy hockey. We're better than them as well. Yeah, and they'll tell you, ah, oh, I'm in the Navy, and oh, I have family, oh, I have kids. Excuses. So Big Nick Energy, Treg, 11th place, second last. And then Blaine Potvin, 12th place. Drew in effort level. Guys. Ever since Drew in, guys. Got hurt. I mean, obviously, if he's hurt, his effort level is zero. His low, right? So he just sunk. Um, the uh, ship has sunk. <laughs> Take that, Sailor Man. <laughs> Sailor Moon. <laughs> Fighting evil by moonlight. <laughs> Um, when in love by daylight. So yeah, uh, boys. Never running from a real fight. Yeah, you are the one that says Sailor Moon or whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, boys, fix your lineups. It's not that hard. Yeah. I don't know. I, these guys have excuses. They pretend to be really busy. You know what? Yeah, they really. They say, pretend to be really busy, but, but yet I see them on Twitter all the time. The time. So, what's, so like, it, really, if you're on Twitter that much, you can go on to the Yahoo app real quick, set your lineup, make a couple acquisitions. That's it. No excuses. No excuses. Vinny, you sitting in for the first time for a fantasy hockey update. Mm-hmm. What is your impression? I have, no, I have no idea what's going on. What's the worst team? <laughs> what's the worst team name? The worst team name. Out of, out I'll, of the I'll, I'll name them all out again. Yeah. So we got Pat. <laughs> so they all have to be like kind of like Habs related. Yeah. Okay. So it's Pasta Primovera. That's okay. John Scott's All Stars. 
That's me, man. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, Come on, Ray. John Scott's All Stars. Uh, he was an All Star, John Scott. Best hab ever. Um, Best hab ever. <laughs> <laughs> Rags to Rache. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, this like one, that. me and Lewis still don't understand it. 1999 Suzuki KK. 1999 Suzuki KK. I get it. I get it. How do you get it? I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> Born in 1999. And Suzuki like, and KK aren't the same age. Right? I know, but Suzuki KK maybe, is like a car. It's this, a car. Okay. This person's born in 99? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, Chicken Carbono. Mm. That is lit. Thank you. That is lit. Thank you very much. Um, Kenny says Price Rocks. We don't understand that one either, but hey, it is what it is. Kenny says Price Rocks. I guess maybe. What kind of rock is he? <laughs> Just Kenny says Price Rocks. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> How you drewin? Yeah, that's that's played up. Yeah. Uh, the wheel deal. Played up. Come on. Team domination, like domination. Ah, that's okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rick from Talking Habs. He's Talking Habs. He I mean, just he wants to promote. His own, <laughs> he wants to promote his Hi, own Rick. stuff. Hi Rick. He wants to promote his own stuff. Hi, so I don't hate it. Rick's fine. Uh, Big Nick Energy. Is that Treg? Yeah, it's Treg. Treg. That's terrible, man. <laughs> and and then we got Drew N. Effort level. Who's that? That's Blaine. Come on, Blaine. Okay, what's the worst one though? Come on. <sighs> Jeez. I, I, <laughs> it's Kenny says Price Rocks. Come on. Yeah, that's pretty bad. No, that one's the best. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> That's Kenny says, Sorry, Kenny says Price Rocks. I, I know I keep bashing your name. I just, Kenny. Dude, DM us. We don't understand it. Like, we don't understand <laughs> no, it. Please. The, the KK Suzuki one is pretty bad, too. Yeah, we don't understand that But one that anymore. sounds like a car, right? It's like a 1999 uh, Suzuki, Suzuki KK. It sounds like a car, so it's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> a two-cylinder engine. <laughs> hey, man. It's better than a bike, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. all we got this week, boys and yeah. girls. Yeah, and other. <laughs> what? This is what? a gender. This is a gender neutral friendly show. So boys, yeah, girls, and other. Yeah, sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Cats, <laughs> dogs. I'm sure. The, I'm sure dogs are listening. Come, to come, show. come, 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 chameleons. chameleons. You two are welcome. <laughs> um, yeah. So listen, you guys already know where to find us. Download us on Spotify. Find us on the. Anchor? Anchor app. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say Stitcher. Are we Why on iTunes yet? Uh, I'm looking into it. Sorry, guys. I've been so busy. I'll figure <laughs> that out. I think because we have an existing Have a Listen account on there already, that that's why they haven't reposted. So I have to find a way to delete the other one. But for now, you find us on those two. Um, check out our boys at Habs Unfiltered. They got a good podcast. Check out Blaine at the Hockey Writers. It's got a lot of good articles on the Habs and stuff like that. Um, anything else you guys want to plug? No, I mean, uh, if you want to sponsor our show, just give us a ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell, follow Russell. Follow Russell, follow Russell. Uh, what, what's his at? Uh, I will behave 514. Yeah, follow him. Great. If you're a Habs fan, he's a great follow. Gibby, got anything? I'm going to plug myself, guys. I'm going to plug myself. Yeah, get, yeah, get some more followers. Uh, so if you guys have Instagram, go on Instagram. I don't even know my Instagram. Not my, uh, it's my uh, my business one. So I do renovations. For those that do not know, um, if you're in the GTA area and you listen to our podcast and are looking for uh, some renovations, your boy Gibby is your guy. It is at Mandy Con. 
dot ink. So M A N con as in construction, not as in I'm gonna con you. Yeah, I'm not gonna con you guys. <laughs> That's uh, thank God you. Thank God. So Mandy Construction <laughs> is the company name. Just give me a thousand dollars. I'm gonna go to Walmart. I'm gonna <laughs> deposit the check. I'll be and right I'm back. gonna. D- <laughs> okay, so it's Mandy Con M A N D Y Con dot ink. So follow that. Also follow me on Twitter at the real Gibby O five. Vincenzo. Vincenzo, you could find me at chfan905. And the Have a Listen is just at Have a Listen. At Have a Listen. We're at about 1,700. Let's get to 2,000. I want to get to 2,000 followers. So yeah. run and those also, numbers up. And also follow the uh, Have a Listen Instagram account as well. At yeah. Have a Listen. Yeah, we're at like five. So, I mean, let's no, get it to 10. 104, man. Yeah, let's get it to 105. So what happened was... <laughs> So what happened was I was locked out for a while. I didn't have a password. I forgot the password. I'm terrible. And I got when I got a new phone, like I didn't yeah. even think. Yeah, because Apple doesn't like update passwords and shit. So you get to start new, right? Yeah. So it was weird. So like I had a because I switched from Apple finally. Best decision of my life. Um, but yeah, that was fun pod, guys. I enjoyed yeah, you it. Know I what? missed you guys. Yeah, it was it was good. It was good for us to to get back together. I missed you guys, and uh, hopefully this becomes uh, more common again. Yeah, like a weekly thing or something. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, right? Maybe a weekly that, thing. That, right? I think that that's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right, guys. All right, all right. That's it. See y'all later.